0: Typically, when I become friends with other healers, we always have some sort of addictive problem, whether it's with mm. drinks or drugs or food or outer validation, because we're trying to mask ourselves for yes. so long. And I use all those things as masking to really not see myself. And the moment I realized, okay, I need to honor my sensitivities and it, it realize it was a gift to this world, those outer things that we use to mask tend to just fall away naturally.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Healing and Dealing Podcast. I am your host, Charlotte, and I am so excited to go on this journey with you. Through a trauma-informed lens, we will navigate healing through conversation and connection while learning tools to embody our transformation and make lasting changes in our lives. We will cover relatable topics and discuss various modalities to put into action and ignite change. This podcast will have incredible guests who will share their story and provide proof that even in the darkest times, there is light waiting for us. If you landed here, it's for a reason. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Healing and Dealing Podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest to share with all of you that I'm just like beyond excited for you all to meet her. Her name is Melanie Esperon, and she was born and raised in San Diego, California. She tapped into her clairvoyancy at the early age of six, but she remained quiet amongst the crowd. She eventually grew out of her cancerian shell with the influence of her loving close knit family. In her twenties, she lived through a foreseen tragedy of her significant other passing away, where she was brought to a place of deep heartache and surrender. Melanie chose to rise with all of that she knew and began to train extensively under the wings of public figures such as Doreen Virtue of Hay House, Joy Guerrero of Angel Talk Cafe, and many more. She immersed herself wholeheartedly into her own inner child work to rediscover the gifts of prophetic intuition and angelic realm reiki energy sound healing filipino and hawaiian grounding practices and more she believes that true healing can only occur with a continuous work of understanding letting go and replenishing with the highest light melanie welcome yeah thank you for having me sis oh my gosh thank you for coming on i'm so honored i've been so blessed to be able to work with you one-on-one and now I am have my own thing going and here you are with me and it's just, it's the biggest honor for me. So thank you for, for coming on and sharing your light with my listeners. It's such oh. a privilege for everyone to hear from you.
0: Of course, yes, of course, it's what we do.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I would love for everyone to, I mean, we talked about it in your bio a little bit, but like what really brought you to this place you're at right now in your life and, and what you do for a living?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of trauma in my background when I was a kid and I faced like an adult trauma where my, I lost my significant other. He passed away. It was really, really traumatic. (laughs) And I have a book that will come out later eventually that explains everything. And there was this awakening inside of me where I was like, something's off, something's missing. I keep hitting brick walls, whether it was with love or career and literally spirit or God or the universe, whatever you believe in came to me and they're like, just be who you are already. And so I just, you know, when you lose a lot of things all at once, you almost like don't care about the outcome. You're like, all right, I got nothing to lose. Let's, (laughs) let's try it.
1: I'll do do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, here we go.
0: (laughs) That's where it started.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. And I met you through Anne, which is my daughter's boxing coach, boxing trainer, which is like so random. Yep. Um, she, she, My daughter was training with her and she was like, oh my gosh, I just had a reading with this amazing woman and she's seen you a couple times. And I was like, okay, I need her info. I need to contact her because yeah. I had a pull on myself. Like I, I had a strong pull right away that I needed to talk to you and meet you. And I think I got in like a week later because you had a cancellation or something. So it was just perfect yeah. timing, you know? And for me, bef- right before I met you is when I um, went alcohol free. And yep. so like all of these things were already changing for me internally. And I have been doing a lot of healing work the year before that. And when I met with you, it was like all of these light bulbs went off. And you told me so many beautiful things about myself that I already knew. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I needed to hear it from you, I guess, because my mom could have said it. My husband could have said it. totally when it came from you, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, she says I'm incredible. She says, I have all these beautiful characteristics about me that I have ready and waiting to offer to the world. Like, I'm just so curious that I really want my listeners to know, like, why do you think you're able to bring that up in people? What
0: What is Really that? though, that is the question, right? It's like, how am I able to see this? I think uh, at a young age, I was born an old soul. Like I swear I was born a hundred years old. And, and not in the best way. <laughs> More like <laughs> just like grandma vibes. Like doesn't want to do anything, just has her own conversations with older people. <laughs> it's a gift. Everyone has gifts. Like as I listen to every single podcast you put out so far, like your husband has a gift to disarm the situation. Everyone loves him because he's non-judgmental. Like he's just full of love. Like you have this gift to soften people's hearts. And he, I love that you even recognize it. You're like, Some people think I have like a RBF arresting bitch face and that's Mm -hmm. not me at all. And it's so true. It's like, yeah, it's so not her. She has such a big open heart. You're actually just a reflection of your husband. And I was born like this. And through my own traumas, it has helped me to soften in the way I deliver. I've never been Mm -hmm. this open. I mean, we're just forever evolving. And I think the answer truly is the more and more you get comfortable with the uncomfortable or you start to love yourself or accept yourself, your gifts naturally come out and they come out with love.
1: I love so, that.
0: Yeah, it takes time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm realizing that. And the more I let go, the more is coming to me, you know, the and the more I was trying to control for so long, it was just not working out, you know.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that's the <laughs> toughest part.
1: So how can someone like really surrender, you know, and and trust that the future, the future has their back and the universe has their back?
0: Yeah, you can do it in a very positive way because I used to think, oh, give up, do nothing. That's Mm. not really what surrender means to me now. It's more of do all that you possibly can as a human and then you surrender the rest to spirit or to God or the higher ups, whatever you really believe in. It's kind of like saying plan your wedding to the T, but if it rains, let it go. Well, if, it, if it rains, it rains and we dance in the rain. And what tends to happen is when you surrender that piece of you, spirit does their job and they make sure everything's perfect for you.
1: Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's so incredibly true too. Cause it's, I, I've seen it happening. Like for example, right after I met with you, you taught me about, you know, my spirit guide team and, yeah. you know, all these beautiful angels watching over me. And, mm-hmm. It was right, it was like December, I met with you in November, December came and I was like stressing about Christmas present money, you know, and I was like, oh my God, like how am I gonna buy all these kids presents? And I was driving to work and I was like, wait, Mel said to just talk to them and ask them. And I knew it was like about money, but I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna try because like I'm desperate. And I said a prayer and I was like, you know, if you guys can hear me, like, please just help me figure this out. Let something come to me that will help solve this problem so I can give my kids a good Christmas. Oh. And I kid you not, I walked into my office and I had a, a check on my desk for $1,000. Oh, it was like minutes later and I was like, holy crap, like, did that just happen?
0: Mad goosebumps, dude. That's yeah, honestly. I looked
1: at the director and I was like, thank you. Like, yeah. thank you so much. I was so appreciative because... I've never worked anywhere where someone would even do that anyway, you know, Totally. So, and not only did I feel appreciated, but I felt heard by my, my spirit team. Yeah. So, I,
0: like- it brings me to tears when you say this, cause that shit is so real. And yeah. people are like, I don't believe in that. I'm like, sucks for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're yeah. not letting the miracle come, but i You'll watch it through other people and start to soften. That really hits home for me because I think that's how I've been able to survive my practice for this long, um, this lifestyle. It's like you can do your best and it's like, God, deliver the people, please, because I know this is real within me and I can help people. I think that the importance of because when you said, I know it was about money, but I was desperate, it's not really about like feeling guilty to ask for things. It's more about is the intention about the greater good. And it was, mm-hmm. you're like, I right. want to give my kids a Christmas. I ain't trying to ask for a thousand dollars to get my nails done. Do <laughs> You know what I right, mean? Right. It's like, it's a memory for the kids and yeah. to teach them that they can have anything. And they sure served men.
1: Right. Yeah. It was just validated it for me. And it was evidence, you know, and I was like, all right, cool. Like they hear me. And it, it just gave me kind of that momentum to continue talking to them and and so what are spirit guides? What is a spirit team for anyone who doesn't know?
0: Yeah, They're spirit guides in particular, that that name is about think of your best friend on this earth plane right now. And then you guys pass on, go back home to heaven and you say, all right, I'm going back in for another lifetime. You want to come and they're like, no, nah, I'm going to stay back. Those are your spirit guides. On the other side. Those are best friends you've walked on this earth plane with many times. Then we have angels, right? And, you know, if you imagine them in your mind, wings or a halo, that's to me, they're like bright light. We got gods, goddesses, ancestors, loved ones on the other side. So there's so many different compartments of beings on the other side. And as a whole, I would just call them your spirit team. And mm-hmm. again, for some reason, God gave me this gift to be able to literally see them with my physical eyes in a way that doesn't scare me. And um, I'm able to kind of translate messages from them to you until you're ready to really realize that you can do it yourself.
1: Yeah. How would one start talking or hearing or like, what's the difference between hearing, you know, your spirit team or, or your intuition? Like Yeah. How-
0: there's, there's such a logistical process, like the clairs that many people study. Clairs mm-hmm. from French to English mean clear window, clear door to spirit world. And, you know, I'm clairvoyant. I'm a seer. You're clairvoyant. You're claircognizant. You're a clairsentient, a feeler, a seer, a, a knower. That's the logistical part that we can literally practice with very, you know, world exercises. And then there's this essence that I think was so important that you brought up, the surrender piece. It's like that surrender part that you brought up that's the piece. Cause it's almost like when someone comes to me and they want to sit with me and hear about their future or their team. And then they go, I don't really believe in God. I'm like, I can't, I don't know if this is going to work mm, because you have to be in a surrender of something.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I know that I have a lot of listeners that believe in God. And so I think that that's important to, to say, like, thank you for saying that. Cause it, I feel like some people get turned off by it because they don't mm-hmm. think it's you know a godly thing but it it truly is in in the realm that you're in
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. very god centered heart centered and to me god is it used to be a figure right because i grew up catholic still go to church but it's more of like all of us there's a god center in all of us and we're all connected so there's this surrendering to everyone is love to me in my eyes And it's funny. I used to not think that. So I Mm -hmm. treated people with judgment. And now that I'm like, oh, dang, whatever hurts you hurts me. I better deliver this in a soft way where they can feel it and see it just like I do. It's just being very cognizant of delivering a message and allowing people to, to show up where they feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like I can, when I'm meditating, I can definitely see a lot I, yeah. I feel a lot on a daily basis for sure so and then sometimes like lately I've been getting actual visions and I'm like who is that like show your face yeah. I can't see them completely when when I'm like in a meditation you know so mm-hmm. it's is it just practicing or sharpening that that skill yeah or, yeah.
0: Yeah, and the practice really is like, how do you practice being psychic? It's like, (laughs) it's not so much practice, I guess. No, I gotta go. I gotta take back. It's more so like delayering yourself, and we'll talk about the inner child -child. Mm too. When you start to delayer what the world has taught you that you realize isn't true for you anymore, Mm -hmm. you start to come back home to the gifts that are already there. Right. That's what really happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've been delayering like crazy. last year or so and every time it's like an up level it's like you look back and you're like wow like i i see it now i see things differently and i have felt actually felt shifts as i've been delaying and and kind of open awakening and opening my mind to different things which is it's awesome yeah but but sometimes i'm like this is a lot
0: yeah it's like can we just put this on hold for one (laughs) second it gets really overwhelming
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I talked about that with one of my other mentors, Natalie, and and I was just telling her like when I was going through her program, how overwhelmed I was because I was like, oh, I'm seeing all this stuff about myself that I want to change and like my ego and, you know, yeah. all these limiting beliefs. And I started to cry and get overwhelmed. And she's like, just slow down. You know, yeah. now that now that you're aware and you can see what's going on, like it's going to happen. It just takes time. As you always yeah. say,
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, slow it down because I don't want to rush through or like be so fast paced so I don't have to feel it, and Spirit's like it doesn't work like that. It doesn't you'll just keep going in a circle till you feel it, so slow down,
1: yeah. And I feel like removing alcohol totally helped me feel everything, yeah, you know your last
0: podcast was so good,
1: thank you it's yeah. It was so great to share that and like actually lay out the steps with everyone. Mm-hmm. Because those were all, you know, coaches and mentors that were placed in my life or at the perfect time. Like yeah. two, year, two years ago, I would have been like, yeah, right. I'm not joining that or, you know, yeah. but it was it's all just divine timing for sure.
0: thousand percent.
1: And I love that you
0: said, like, I don't necessarily don't drink. It's like, I just don't feel like it. Like, I love how you said that because you still have a choice, like if you wanted to. And same thing with me as I really stepped into this realm in my late 20s, like full heartedly and went through my own healing process. I just I haven't drank really. Like if I do drink, it's literally like one drink and it it does nothing for me. It's more of like a social habit. Yeah. You just I think when you become more and more at peace with yourself, you don't need the extras.
1: Right yeah so yeah right on time it's dope that's dope it had to be that way it has to be you know I just don't want to I can anytime I want but yeah things are too good to yeah. to, to ever try to lower my vibration again like why would I want to do that Absolutely. I, I just don't <laughs> I mean yeah. unless I'm really stressed out and like these kids like
0: give me drink yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and then I'm like whoa wait, wait. like change that thought. You have other things you can do. You can, you know, go for a walk, do some deep breathing, you know, ask your husband and take over for a little bit. So there are other ways, other things we can do besides just grab that drink, you know? Totally.
0: Totally. And I've noticed a pattern in this industry as healers because we feel so deeply. We see so deeply. Typically, when I become friends with other healers, we always have some sort of addictive problem, whether it's with Mm. drinks or drugs or food or... Outer validation, because we're trying to mask ourselves for yes. so long. And I use all those things as masking to really not see myself. And the moment I realized, okay, I need to honor my sensitivities and it, it realized it was a gift to this world. Those outer things that we use to mask tend to just fall away naturally.
1: Mm, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I was afraid to just be myself for so many years.
0: That Same. makes
1: so much sense. Yeah. And it's like you've said, sitting in the, being comfortable in the uncomfortable.
0: Ooh, it's, it's rough, like, right?
1: Ugh, like yeah. getting used to that. It's like a muscle, you know, you got to use it. And like oh, love that you said that. Yeah. You got to yeah, exercise it. Mm-hmm. That's That's how it's felt for me. I'm like, okay, even, you know, we were at that event last night and I'm around all these wonderful, powerful women who just have the best energy. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to embody this. That was my yeah. word on my cup. We did it on <laughs> we social did a... media. I'm like, of course it was. Yeah. Yes. And it's so funny because that's exactly what, you know, this little phase that I'm in right now is like really embodying being a podcaster and sharing Gosh. my voice with people. And when I got my cup and I looked at my word, I was like, of course, it's embodiment. Like, thank you. Totally. <laughs> Confirmed. So, um, yeah it, it was awesome but just being in that space and feeling like I'm one of them and I don't have to feel awkward or uncomfortable I, I actually felt really amazing which was me great too. yeah
0: yeah I usually amazing. am a bit exhausted after events just in general that one I, I stayed up really late I was really excited because I felt I wrote it in my social media post this morning I put thank you for allowing me to belong mm-hmm. uh, and i've been doing this work for 20 plus years like honestly like it professionally and i'm like God, i finally feel like i have a crew now
1: i love that i feel the same way so i really want to get into a little bit of inner child healing uh it was really transformational for me and i i just really want my listeners to understand what it is because I feel like it's kind of being blasted everywhere right now on social media and everyone's like inner child healing, but it's like, what is that? And why would we even want to do it? You know? Totally.
0: Yeah. That's what I would think if I wasn't aware. I'm like, what is that bullshit over there? (laughs) And I think. You're more of the pro than me, to be honest, because you work with Erin directly. Mm. But our friend Erin is a inner child specialist, I would say. It's really if you just imagine if you're a female, the little girl inside of you, that younger version of you, or if you're a male, that younger boy inside of you. And it's like, what was that little girl taught when she was little? And what is she holding on to? Because your adult self can be so separated. You have created survival techniques. You learn how to grow up and mature and, and live your life as an adult. But you reach an age where you're like, pieces of me inside of me are still holding on to things. And I don't understand why. Right? right. It's like whispers within you. You're like, why am I afraid to do that? Even though my adult mind says I can totally do that. Mm-hmm. Like, even with you, like accepting money, you asked for money, you received it. I'm sure a piece of you was like, is this for real? Mm-hmm. Like The yes. little girl inside of you, like, we never get money like this, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's that old belief system in you that is your little girl. And the best way that I can explain it is I want you to imagine a memory of you when you were little, mm-hmm. where you were hurt or not seen, whatever wounding there was. And you've got to, when we go through practices like subconscious healing or NLP, like neuro-linguistic programming, that really means to go back into your system and rewire things, right? Yeah. I imagine myself when I have a hard time as an adult, I'm like, why is this showing up like this? Why is my body shaking? Mm-hmm. I'll go into my memory or in my mind like a daydream and I'll hold that little girl inside of me like a newborn baby as if she's crying and I'll hold her and rock her. And the number one answer for, for me is if you can start to love on her and give her that attention she needs in those moments, she doesn't have to cry anymore.
1: Right. You know
0: what I'm saying? Like literally, yeah, like, right. if you literally had a newborn baby. And she was crying. Would you pick her up or ignore her? Mm-hmm. For many years, we've ignored. And now it's like, can you freaking pick her up for a second? And just like love on her for a second. So even before this episode, I was like meditating and praying. And I have a picture of myself as a little girl with my grandma in my closet. That's where I, you know, I get changed and all that. And I look at my grandma and my little girl self. I'm like, yo, we're safe now. Let's, mm-hmm. let's do today. And yeah. it's, it works for me. Do you have any personal exercises?
1: Yes, mine is the same thing, safety, and it's always, I'm always hugging her, I'm always telling her, you're so safe, and, like, I got you, and you don't, you don't have to fight anymore, you don't have to be scared, and it's just the best feeling, you know, it's like, it's what I've learned reparenting myself, you know, and, and, like, making sure that she knows, all of this is really bad right now, but it's going to get so much better, don't worry, and, that, I mean, now when I, just like you, when I'm in those situations where I'm like, is this Charlotte, like logical, smart, you know, mm-hmm. that has the wisdom? Or is this that little girl who's afraid and, you know, scared yeah. to really do something? So I have yeah. to have to really think about it sometimes because of those, like, like you said, those belief patterns that we have from when we were little. And that yeah. scarcity mindset, that is a big one for me because... I mean, when we grew up, the lights were shut off all the time. Like we had food, but there, you know, we there were
0: barely some, scraped by. Right. Were One scraped of those. By. Yeah.
1: Mm, and there, yeah. there were some days where I would come home and my mom was having a yard sale. and Like my bed would be in the parking lot yeah. or my stereo. Yeah. I'm like, mom, that's my stuff. Like, and they're like done well, I got to pay the, the bills. bills. I'm sorry. Like, we'll get you more later. You know? So yeah. that, yeah. that's where my money mindset came from.
0: Yeah. Builds so, character though. It oh really my gosh, died. it does. Because <laughs> right, you and your husband were discussing, like, well, we're just, were the kids smarter back then? <laughs> we knew how to like obey, right? Yes. And I was like, we didn't have, we didn't have a choice. Like, right. if we didn't obey, you didn't eat. Like, if you didn't want this food, we didn't have money to go get other food. It was like, you better eat or you're going to starve. Like, yeah. that was how
1: I was brought up to, like, you don't want it. Okay. You're going to bed hungry. <laughs> you know what? It didn't so have funny. a choice. Yeah. yeah it- I, it was a f- years back, I think Blue was a baby and <laughs> our lights got shut off, right? Me and Henry. Oh, and it was like some kind of mix up with paying the bill or something, but- Did that had, trigger you? It's so much fun. No, it was oh. like, so I had been thinking for a long time, like, I wish like some bad stuff would happen so our kids would know what it's like, you know, because they see. grow up like so entitled and like they have whatever they want. We try to anyway, we try to like really give them what we didn't have. So i was yeah. like they're never gonna know like the struggle you know totally never gonna know what it's like so when the light shut off i was like see this is what it's <laughs> like <laughs> go try to take a shower or you know like light some candles and and yeah. we ended up having a blast we all were in the living room and like wrestling and like telling yeah stories. so we made the best oh. of it but it was kind of cool to have that experience with them because they were like this is what it's like. Like no life. Yeah. This is, you're like, this is cool. I wish it would happen
0: yeah. more. <laughs> you're like y'all cause y'all know you're safe. You know, they're coming back. Exactly. Uh-huh, right? Yeah. But isn't that the mm. your husband's so funny. He posted something recently on social media and mm-hmm. I shared it with my sister cause me and my sister spoil our kids. Like, yeah. cause we didn't have much. And so if you got, if you got the means, we're going to spoil the kids. Like,
1: uh-huh. Right.
0: Right. And so your husband posted <clears throat> something like a man, um, it was a meme and he goes, Hey Amen. We fucked up. And it the bottom said, when you didn't have much as a kid, but you
1: spoiled your kids. And it's like,
0: it's like, man. And I said to my sister, she goes, that's us. I'm like, oh man, what did we do? I know.
1: I know. That's I feel helpful. like it's like our our generation went through yep. so much and now it's just turning all these kids into entitled brats yeah, but it's like how can we not you know like we're trying we're trying to make it balanced but at the same time it's it the damage is done
0: now your kids are great <laughs> i mean the older ones that i've read or sat with they're yeah. so they're humble oh man they understand what they got yeah
1: sure. yeah i feel like they do i feel like they have enough of me and their dad in them to yep. to keep it humble you know <laughs> yeah you're like don't brag about that right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> Oh, let's see. Gosh, Henry, he it was so cool having him on the podcast. Yeah. I can't, he's he's he liked the episode. He was so afraid that he was going to yeah. sound weird, or and you know what's crazy, Mel? When we mm. were recording, it took us a lot of takes because he kept breaking down. He, kept, <sighs> he was like really in it he was like I don't know what's wrong with me I'm feeling he was feeling it in his body and I was like this is so beautiful like I haven't seen you cry over your mom or because it was every time he talked about his mom you know he was getting emotional and then he got emotional talking about when he had Nico and how it was basically it released him from that gang life and he wanted he wanted that into like internally and subconsciously yeah. He, he wanted to get away from that and that was his way out. So that guy um, was like he was feeling all the feels during that
0: podcast. Oh yeah. You do that to people though. You're a healer. Like even when I first sat with you, I was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I was like, "You're really big here." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, right. uh, you have this your gift is this capacity to really hold the space when you see people crying and breaking down around you, that means you're a real healer." Wow. Cuz you're you're coming in like Here's a warm hug. What you got for me? And mm. to break down a man like that, who's such a man to you and who's faced struggle, just like you. And, but to cry, damn, that,
1: that comes to show how much love y'all got. Yeah. To really break down like that.
0: That's beautiful.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm excited to have him back on. We really want to talk about obviously like blending families yeah. and what oh. we've been through, you know, but also just like him being a father learning to be a father on his own with no one to look up to you know his whole life I, I don't feel like that's talked about enough
0: mm-hmm. yep yeah. like- him for sure and then but the the real gold part is you standing by that the whole time I want to like hear your story of like what made you say yes because I when I was married I had two step, young step kids I was 25 like you and I was like what the fuck am I doing I could easily marry someone else with no kids right you know and right. I was like and his youngest was one I mean she was just born <laughs> I was like are you still with the baby mama you know what I mean he's <laughs> a kid I want to hear that because that's going to help my inner child like understand what the heck I was doing at 25 as well oh
1: my yeah. gosh I, it's I built don't
0: in though your right your is big
1: right yeah, I feel like it's definitely the way I was born. And I said mm-hmm. on I think it was the first episode, like that I always felt something like kind of different about me, you know. And I don't I didn't know what it was for so many years. And I didn't know if I was gonna be a singer because I really wanted to be a singer for years and like share that with the world, you know. But I was always so shy. I never yeah. I had opportunities where I'd be like, Oh, I'm too scared. Um, those wow. limiting beliefs were holding me back from singing big time, but I always felt like something was special in me. Right. And, yeah. and I know it has to do with having this big heart and just being able to hold space for people and give yeah. people that love that be like you taught Your me. Voice. That, yeah. We're mirrors of each other. So when I love them, they're loving me back and that's yeah. what I need too. So it's like yeah. this beautiful circle of love.
0: Oh man, it really is. And I hope
1: you get to exercise that
0: sometime because I have, I wanted to be a singer too. And you'll hear a podcast coming out in a couple of weeks. I was interviewed by my friend Lauren and she said the same thing.
1: And I was what? like, well, who
0: are, we? Who are the singers? we? We need to start um, a band. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I bet we're all really, really good. Too. But you know, what's funny. I read a lot of, I would say 90% of my clientele is pop stars, like singers, actors. And I'm like, isn't that funny? I still attract in like pieces of me. Mm. Like really good singers, like you know the ones who are known, and I'm like, yeah, of course I would be serving them. You
1: know, what I mean? right? Like, you'll what- never escape who you are what is that like greeting like celebrities that's so crazy do you are you more nervous with them than like someone like me you're like Uh, no not now
0: but i used to be a thousand percent i would like sweat (laughs) because i'd be in person because back before 2020 hit i was just always in person and so i would have to truly prepare my body and i was doing like five to eight sessions a day so like i'm like my body's in this preparation mode releasing mode 24 7 and they would always come in with like an alias because their assistants would book their sessions and I would have to sign NDAs so it wasn't like I knew exactly was coming in so my gift was really being tested like this person looks like this and I'm like oh I bet it's Drake do you know what I mean (laughs) like that type of energy and when they walked through the door I'd first faint I'd be like okay like seriously right um like I'm a big fan right and it took me a some, like two years to be like Mel, no, they don't want that fangirl in you and i'm like right. i can't help it and so i would be myself whether they walk through the door i would sing their song i just like oh my myself sometimes. and they thought it was funny though like i was yeah. like i'm not trying to kiss your ass i just adore you yeah and then as you know it's kind of like when you start doing certain things over and over you it's not getting jaded but you you realize they mm-hmm. are just human they're just human and so Mm -hmm. now it's totally different the vibration is like what up girl like yeah oh yeah fangirled all day (laughs) two years straight I would like call my sister right after
1: like I'm like you can't tell anyone but blah 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 I'm like and you can't ask for a picture you know right right oh my gosh I'm laughing so hard it's true I can just picture it they were
0: common collected I'm like you're lying
1: I can just picture it that's so funny how about when you worked for, I don't know if you can even talk about it, the FBI. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy, yeah. too. Was that? Yeah. How was yeah. that experience? I can probably talk about it now more
0: because I don't, you know. I'm sure with you, too, if we went, like, year by year, we'd be like, what? Like, you <laughs> did what? That was cool. It sounds cooler than it was, though. Okay. I mean, like, the, the outcome was neat. I can tell you just your your throat is coming up. That's what's yeah. really happening. And I'm wearing <laughs> blue, of course, for your daughter's name, but also our throat chakra. <laughs> yeah. Last night I was doing the same. I was coughing. I'm like, why am I doing this? They're like, you're releasing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know Spirit makes it all lovely and we're like, this is not fun. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, working for the FBI. Mm-hmm. Government's tough to work for in general. Oh, they true. want certain things a certain way. When you give information to the FBI, especially the way I do it through my clairvoyant, I, it never can be utilized in the court of law. right? <laughs>
1: like, so Really? But- I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it will not stand. So I couldn't, like, be on the stand and be like, this is what I see, right? Okay. It's considered opinion. But gotcha. the trick was to give the information as much as I could to the agents and the people yeah. working the case. And yeah. it would lead them to things they would never find. So fun. I was more in the That's back cool. end of, like, putting out the fire with cases, more of, like, I would say special victims, like, mm-hmm. you know, rape molestation that type of energy it wasn't like find the murderer it was never that mm-hmm. I, I i do know psychics who do that though and then when i came into my late 20s and spirits like do it your way they're like prevent go into the prevention side meaning tell them their future so you mm-hmm. can help them like walk a path that they don't they can skip over certain things if they don't need to learn those those routes those bad routes maybe and i'm like all right that's way better <laughs> yeah yeah let's i love be that the front end <laughs> yeah the, the let's extra- dreaming
1: some prevention in there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Less draining, yeah. then like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, you lost your husband. Let's or your daughter. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Like that's rough.
1: Oh yeah, that that's a hard job. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is I've I've thought about doing that job, and then I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think you'd be good at it. Oh yeah.
1: man, you know what? What I really want to do, like lately, I've been really dreaming up this like. Beautiful support group for family of addicts, like an online community, and I feel like it's going to happen very soon. I feel like
0: yeah, I trust you on that one. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I just I feel like it's needed, and we need to we need to be talking to each other. People who are going through, you know, they uh, love a family member who's in a full blown addiction and like how to cope with that. You know,
0: I would be there every single day. Like for me, for healing purposes, my dad, he was an addict and died. Like. And that really stepped me into my direction of wanting to help people that I could see you doing so many things like people who have almost like uh, disabilities they can't control, like not in a way of like autism, but more mm-hmm. of like uh, they they were in war and they lost a leg. How, who, like, how do I cope with this? Like right. trying to still be human, like that stuff. I could totally see you leading stuff like that.
1: Well, right now, I that's what I do. All my clients are you know oh. physically or mentally disabled and a lot of them have cerebral palsy they can't walk that. yeah that's oh. I'm, I'm doing it
0: I <laughs> so thought you were you're, a social worker for like kids and stuff no
1: nope they're all adults yeah so I case oh. manage yeah that's your badass okay so everything I'm seeing you're already doing <laughs> uh-huh. you're I'm like, like okay yes I'm uh, looking at the game that. a little bit <laughs> wow
0: that must be so rewarding
1: it is I have you know I'm it's been almost a year, so I'm really developing relationships with all of them. And mm-hmm. I threw a birthday party for one of them who turned 33. He loves the Padres and sports. And I got him, you know, Padres cupcakes and balloons. And I invited staff. And I'm just you trying to make lives. make their life special, you know, and like feel some sort of like, however, everyone else feels like belong. Birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You're getting a free pass into heaven.
1: I say that <laughs> to people who are just like, you're an earth angel, man.
0: Like you got VIP access to the other side. Well, that's Wow. Good.
1: It just comes over me. I'm like, you know, I'm going to throw him a party. I'm going to do this. And, and then I start feeling this rush and it just feels so good. Like you, you just want to like keep feeding it, you know, and make him feel good. That that's reminds why I me. you're kind of
0: successful in this world, mm-hmm. like in this work too. Because it's just a feeling. You're just like, it makes me feel good to give. It's not about making money. It's about, it's just who I am. And that's why, you know, it's not this, the work that you're doing right now is not what you do. It's who you are. That's why it's going to last forever.
1: I love that. I I, I truly feel that I do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's part of the reason why I took, you know, custody of my niece and nephew, because it's just part of who I am. I cannot imagine saying no to that, you know?
0: Same.
1: and we have I that in common
0: that. yeah we really yeah. do
1: yeah because i
0: just did that like last year with my nieces took the well, nieces through law right it's like my brother-in-law's nieces mm-hmm. and I, we took them in me and my sister as co-parents basically legally and it was like i'm not letting them go into the system like that like right. there's no way like right. i'm we are fully capable and we love these girls we're gonna fight every inch and it's crazy they don't even know you know Mm. Like, these kids don't know, but they're appreciative later. And when I heard you and Henry say that, I was like, no wonder I love them. Like, <laughs> there's more to your story that I didn't know. It's We have the same kind of heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that later. They'll appreciate it because we yeah. struggled with that with our niece and nephew, you know, and like they left. They didn't even say thank you. They they're just yeah. like Peace out. Like- I'm like. I just spent eight years raising you. Like, can I can I get some love or like a yeah. hug or a conversation, yeah. a goodbye? But it was like they still had so many, so much healing to do for themselves to even begin to like show me any type yeah. of gratitude. And I didn't do it to feel gratitude from them, right. of course. Right. But I'm hoping at some point they come they to come a point in their life where they're like, "Wow, like Charlotte literally raised me for eight years." Oh, they will. I hope Thank so. You. I'm like waiting for it, and it it still like lingers inside of me like that. You're like,
0: yo, I changed your life, like yeah. for real. Yeah. That's how I feel about the girls that we adopted, our daughters. It's like, do you understand what we're really doing? But mm-hmm. I told my sister, I'm like, they're, they'll get it when they're like 25, 30. Like, that's when I started like, res- like, thanking my parents. I'm like, yeah, thank you for not letting me like, I don't know, spending <laughs> that at the girl's house. I was definitely not going to do that. I was going to go sneak out with the boy. boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. For actually being like a parent so that I didn't make yeah. bad choices. Right. Yeah. Th- they'll get it when they're older, especially when they become parents, girl, please. Yeah. That's and you'll true. be like, yeah, girl, I got you. Like it'll just be like that type of energy. Like that's all we could have done. Like there's no way we would see you with another family over there.
1: Right. Like, that's yeah.
0: weird.
1: In <laughs> <laughs> no a way. My 16 year old son wants to come on the podcast, which I'm really excited about. But I've been having all these thoughts about because his his story and his experience in this blended family is being the youngest one. And he he I know he felt so much. So he's gonna come out and he's gonna say things that I might feel, I might, you know, feel in my body, like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, do I need to defend myself right now. So I'm I've been reflecting the last couple of days about how I'm going to react in those moments, you know? Totally. And it's it's like a mirror of me and my mom. So when I say things about my mom on this podcast, her feeling defensive. I know i don't want to act like that so
0: yeah. i'm really
1: trying to like understand his personal experience and honor that and whatever yeah. he says what happened is what happened for him yeah and as long as he knows you know i did my best son and i love you and i loved you throughout all those years and maybe i wasn't perfect i know i wasn't but that's something I'm just like really thinking about right now because it's good. He's yeah. going to come on soon. He's like really ready and waiting. Like oh. He's like, let me talk. <laughs> yes. I'm oh, excited man. though. I can't wait. Um, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be really healing for me and for him. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to listen because what you're doing here is what. I would do if I had your situation. I'd be like, I want to hear everything. I was trying to, I had a podcast before and I was trying to get my mom on and mm-hmm. she was down to do it. And I was like, I- am I ready? Like I had the same like, wait <laughs> a second, what the fuck did I do? Like Yes, that's exactly I how I feel. Yeah? Uh, knowing the dynamics of your family energetically I know it's going to be a beautiful um, session but you can also show up as the podcaster Charlotte right the healer Charlotte in that moment like holding the space and then later you can digest it while listening back you know that might be smarter for you to do or allow us to see your triggers I don't know I think the more raw the better but that's up to you how you feel
1: comfortable (laughs) yeah I was thinking like I'm thinking about that. Like, I, I want to be, you know, the the healer, podcaster, Charlotte, but if something comes up, I'm not, I don't want to be afraid to say, man, like,
0: I didn't know that. Right? Yeah,
1: I didn't know that, you know, like, let me, like, validate that for you. So yeah. I want to be able to be in the moment with him too, you know.
0: Oh yeah. This is good.
1: <laughs> it's going to be good, girl. I'm excited. I'll like, oh,
0: put a fire emoji right there. Like fire.
1: Right. Uh, right. How
0: healing that is. Uh, you know, he's already healed when he's ready to talk.
1: Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I love yeah.
0: that. Uh, I really want to see your mama up on here.
1: That's oh when gosh. you know
0: you're she, doing good.
1: Yeah. That'll, that'll take some time. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs>
0: Evolution is real, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she really does have a beautiful, inspiring story. And yes. like you said, so much life to live. Oh, and yes. for her to go from living, you know, that life she was living before to changing everything and quitting yes. like this drug that gets a hold of you. It's like the devil, in my opinion. Yep. Meth, yep. you know, I, I hate yep. it with a passion. And yep. she was able to to quit that and yeah, turn her whole life around. Man. It is yep. truly a miracle because I have friends that messaged me after I I released that episode and they're like, my mom's still on drugs and I'm 30, yeah. 38. Like you're, I'm so proud of your mom. I'm so happy for you. And like, she could, yeah. she could easily be that. And she chose a different path. So I just, I, I want to honor her for that. You know? Yeah. I
0: hope it's, she knows she's beautiful. I try to convey that too in her reading. It's crazy because my daughter's their mom, biological mom who's down the street has the meth wow. problem. 14 plus years. And I'm like, sister, you gotta get help. I don't want to take your kids from you. Like it's, I know that drug very well.
1: Okay. And I'm like,
0: I hate you meth. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah. Cause damn it.
0: It's like the cheapest heroin. That's really what meth is. It's the cheapest heroin you could find. And heroin's yeah. really hard to beat, man.
1: Right. I feel like heroin these days is a death sentence. It is unfortunately. It is. And it. I yeah. just had a friend, mom on, um, we just recorded a session cause she lost her son to overdosing on fentanyl. So it's in a lot of the conversation, you know, that it's going to be on the podcast a lot, just people dealing with addiction and and how they've gotten through it or family members, you know, so, cause yeah. it's been such a big part of my life, you know, yeah. and yeah. my brother followed suit with my mom and meth has just, you know, I've seen it destroy yeah. people's lives right in front of me. Same. So, yeah. I hate yeah. that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep yep well our, it's now it's time to, to look at it in the face and love it right that inner child work because all um, drugs are our mask it's like what's behind that shit right
1: yeah. that's the, that's what i told my brother when he was about to be released recently i said yeah. the one thing that i want from you is to get into counseling because yep. he's never never he's never looked at why he's doing drugs
0: yeah
1: send him I'm, my way i'm like get him in some therapy i'm going to introduce you to some people and he's like okay okay i'll do it Hell but yeah that you're right that's all that's all these drugs are it's just masking these deep things underneath that they don't want to face you know yeah. and, and you I know get. what you're gonna realize your brother's a healer oh my gosh i already know he is yeah I it's seriously... like you get to watch him realize that you're like you masked it because you had so you felt so much mm, right yeah uh-huh. i he's a very special individual as well and when he's clean and doing amazing he every, he just can help anyone around him and build yeah. people up and motivate them. Like he's, yeah. he's going to do great things once he snaps out of this and like gets the, yeah really does the inner work, you know? Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like the best healers are the ones who get addicted. I mean, my mm. dad was the biggest healer, but he died because of cocaine. And I'm like, cause he was so psychic. Like, it's wow. crazy when you discover that you're like, Oh shit. He was just like too much too soon. You know? Wow. So your brother's the same. Henry's the same. Not that Henry did drugs your husband, but yeah. he he was masking it with other things too. Right. It's just like, y'all are healers. That's it. And I respect you deeply
1: for that. I respect you too, so much. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk about with you, which I feel like everyone needs to hear is this energy of 2023 and how you explain it, because I freaking feel it. Everything <laughs> that you talk about about this year, has like it's been my life so far you know this first six months and now it's like taking off so
0: let's yeah so the download came January 3rd of 2023 when I did an event with other healers and we all had the same message different styles and spirit said to us this year is a powerful year you're going everyone's truly going to learn what the divine feminine is and the divine masculine really is and I go, okay, what is the divine and feminine in your vocab? And spirit was like, it's when you get to sit on your throne as a king or queen, and you take a look at your empire and you ask yourself, what's no longer serving this kingdom? And it's really the first January to June of this year, 2023 has been purged. Whether you know it or not, consciously or not, you've been letting go of things. People have been exiting your life. Situations have been exiting. Jobs have been re- being replaced. It's like, whew. It's a lot of clean house. Mm -hmm. We're coming into July soon. Even today is a little warmer. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. we're stepping in. You right? I was like, yeah. I'm wearing a tank top now. Like, what is happening? Yes. July moving forward till the end of this year of 2023 is about masculine, and that's the energy of driving, doing things, taking grounded action. It doesn't mean move too fast. It just means everything we've been thinking about is now going to be put to embodiment, which was what, you know, your message yesterday personally. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Charlotte's right on time, right? My message was on my cup. It said intuition. And I was like, of course, (laughs) (laughs) trust your gut, right? Like trust what you're hearing is true. Now my question to spirit, when I heard this, so I was like, oh, that's beautiful. The beautiful balance of yin and yang. But I was like, Aren't we supposed to be both at the same time? They're like, of course you are. That's the goal. But a lot of people are going to see the contrast now, meaning people who are not conscious, they're going to get awakened by this eruption in the earth plane. Now, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in this earth plane too, to push that open right mm-hmm. which we don't need to look at right now but even in astrology forecasting we have a 20-year movement on this earth plane in the collective the healers who are coming out of their shells like you out loud anyway because you've been a healer you are a social worker i mean you've been a healer right professionally mm-hmm. but it's like those who are really coming out with their personal gifts are going to help shift this movement right. from not being seen to being seen from not being heard to being heard with a lot of hints of grace and Mm. economic systems, political systems, medical systems, school systems are changing in the next 20 years. I would say in the next 24 months will be the most potent that we're going to see as humans. And our job as healers is to hold the space and guide people with understanding eyes. It's like, yo, you're human too. I'm human, but there's a better way to move. It was like 2020, a lot of people crumbled, right? They're like, I'm an extrovert. I, I need to see people. And it made them look at themselves, right? Like, yes. oh, you gotta stay home. You gotta look at yourself. <laughs> and for us introverts, because I'm to me, I'm an introvert, but on stage, yeah. I'm an extrovert, right? right? I have to be, but I was like, Chilling. I liked it too. Stay home another day. I'm a clap. Like,
1: (laughs) I actually really liked it too. We, yeah, I was not. And it's like, okay, we're
0: conscious. Okay, how do we help though? Right. We all have jobs to do, whether Mm -hmm. it's heal ourselves or help heal someone else. So that's what we're facing again. I, when 2020 hit, I knew there would be aftershocks, and here comes another one. Okay. Yeah, and there's skills we're all developing personally that are preparing us. That's what's happening.
1: Beautiful. I I feel like I'm becoming prepared. (laughs) Same. I'm like, when does it stop?
0: They're like, it doesn't. (laughs) Like, stop asking that question.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. I love your like internal conversations like that. They crack me up. (laughs) Uh, Mel, I'm so happy that you came on. That was such a beautiful conversation. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to have you back, of course. And everyone needs to go check out Reiki Room SD on Instagram. And... Also your sister, I have to go get a facial like ASAP. I heard last night that they're not only just a facial, it's like a whole experience.
0: Go, go. Okay.
1: When is your birthday again? When is it? Next month.
0: I'll get you a birthday gift. Just I'll get you a gift card. You need to go.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be like, what is this? It's I, she sounds like a, just a facial girl. And that's enough. (laughs) And When she dove into that work and she worked on me, I'm like, who are you? And so I helped her (laughs) open her business. It's only been open three years. Oh man, She's crazy. She's a healer with her hands. Like the way you hear me channel, Mm -hmm. she does it with her hands. You're like, I see her every week. She's on my payroll. Like it's stupid. Like I pay my sister a really nice chunk of money to see her weekly. (laughs) I mean, most people go monthly, but I'm like every Tuesday, every Tuesday. It's like,
1: that's awesome. Heck yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got you, girl. I've been wanting to check it out, and then after meeting her and hearing from other ladies there, I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna make an appointment. You're so like, thank sold. you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Anywhere so happy else? Early birthday. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, that's like the best present I'm gonna get probably. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> got you, girl. Got you. Um, anywhere else people can find you? I think
0: reiki room San Diego.com. And that's where everything is sessions, trainings oh, yeah. mostly virtual. Sometimes I do events, podcasting, all that stuff. Yeah. And Instagram at reiki room SD that's where you can see all the live updates and get to know me and the community.
1: And are you accepting bookings like one-on-one sessions with people right now? Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Always, always. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyone listening, if you want to ignite some change and, in- fire in you mel is your girl seriously you. and I, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for you
0: nah that's all you boo i don't that know was, i feel you. like
1: i would maybe in like three or four years but like it right. just if happened. you want to speed
0: up come to melanie
1: it happened <laughs> faster because i was like yes 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 you know everything just felt right so thank you for that sis
0: thank you for having me
1: oh, of course i can't wait to see you next time i next time i see you <laughs> yeah All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes. Share it with your friends and tag me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at healinganddealing.podcast and by joining our Facebook group. Be sure to follow me for inspiration, tips, and exciting news about upcoming episodes. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one or have questions or comments about what you heard today, please email me at healinganddealing.podcast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to me. I'm so grateful to be sharing my voice and the voices of others with you. Now, let's keep healing and dealing. We'll see you in the next episode.